All right, bear with me. We're putting in overtime Super Bowl week. My uh, voice isn't the sharpest, but we've got our guy, Ricky Larson. Want to talk to him. A couple things, obviously, get his view on the big game. We're both jacked up for this game. We're hoping for a good one. Uh, but also UFC 271, a banger, a couple of bangers coming on this Saturday as they go down to Houston, Texas. I'm actually going live for that on YouTube. So a little yeah. bit of promo there. Uh, we'll have a couple of boys enjoying some bevies and we'll watch the main card and us kind of uh, cheer for blood together. Uh, so, Ricky, what are you looking forward to this weekend? What a weekend for sports. I didn't even mention we got the Waste Management Phoenix Open for us golfers. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Uh, so we'll stop at UFC 271 first. Uh, that, that'll happen first. Yeah. Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker. The last fight they had was really fucking good before the pandemic right 2019 yeah. yep. yep and uh adesanya's very theatric wwe style walkout was very fun to watch uh so this this is gonna be an interesting fight you know adesanya did stop whitaker in the last one uh and he's just hard to fight but is he did just come off of a loss to jan blahovic who just lost to uh glover glover to shara so you know, obviously, he's not a huge guy, so moving up to 205 was going to be a stretch anyway. Going up against Whitaker, I love Whitaker. When he won the title, I was a big fan of him as well. Fun to watch. Uh, just very gritty, you know, goes out there, brawls, and finds ways to win. But, man, Adesanya just seems unstoppable in this division. Uh, so hopefully that's a good fight, but I, I see Izzy – possibly stopping him again he's uh, almost a three to one favorite i think i'm seeing now adesanya is a couple things there you mentioned adesanya is undefeated he's the face of the sport right i wonder if he kind of you know it's is it ego is it trying to challenge yourself did he get bored with the division where he's like fuck it i could do anything goes up and just gets overmatched i mean he's facing a, a mammoth of a human comes back down beats up on vittori the second time um, I was, I was on Vittori there. Cause I was like, wait a second. Uh, you know, I thought Adesanya was, you know, maybe had lost a step. I know he destroyed Paulo Costa, but then, you know, the Blak- the Blakovic uh, fight, I was like stunned. Yeah. So I, uh, have been a Whitaker fan since the pandemic. Right. So I didn't see him get knocked out by Adesanya. I've been riding him through Darren Till, through Cannoneer, which we'll get into his fight in a second and Gastelum. Everyone loved Gastelum. I was like, no. So the last time he lost was Adesanya. Um, I, you know, you were all over this in the uh, Nami Yunus and uh, Jean Wei Li fight was like, I was like, you know, it's hard to beat a person twice in sports. And I imagine in fighting right too, but Adesanya is so long. I mean, I know Whitaker is going to give it a fight. I think the Vegas thinks that it's going to go the distance. They're setting the over under there at four and a half. And yeah, they're really giving Whitaker just no chance here. I'm staring at plus 250 next to Whitaker's name. And I'm like, shit, give me that. You know, you know, it's it's not bad. I mean, the the fact that uh, Vegas thinks it's going to go to the distance, that is a highly possible thing. Whitaker could come out, be a lot more cautious, or right. he could be a lot more aggressive, putting Adesanya on his heels, and then Adesanya fights a little more passive. I hope neither one of those things happen. I hope they go out, get after it like they did the first time, uh, you know, but 
Izzy's just so hard to like figure out and to game plan for. And when you get in there, he's hard to adjust to. So if Whitaker can make a quick adjustment in the fight, maybe second or third round and get himself into the fight, this could be a good fight. Uh, You know, you can never count Whitaker out. He's just, like I said, he's gritty and he won't stop unless you put him out. So uh, it'll be a hell of a fight, hopefully. But I, I still see, I still see Izzy taking that there. Izzy is uh, they're ba- he's thirty two. Whitaker's thirty one. He's got three inches of height on Whitaker and six and a half inches on reach. I mean, uh, I, Slim Reaper. He's like Kevin Durant out there. I'm bigger than Whitaker. I mean, Whitaker would fucking destroy me. But you know, I'm <laughs> six foot, one hundred ninety five. Uh, but moving on to the co-main. Yes. Another guy that uh, I was on the last time he was on a card. I'm on him again for this one. I mean, oh, yeah. Derek Lewis, he's yeah. a he's a stud, but Tui to to eh, tie to Ibasa. Fuck, this guy is so fun to watch. Yes. He looks like he's poured into his damn shorts. He <laughs> looks like one of those fighters. But holy shit, he's got hands for days. He's just an exciting fighter to watch. And same team as Robert Whitaker there. So yeah it's going to be another fun one. Hopefully that's just a rock em, sock em, two guys going out trying to fucking just knock each other's heads off because that's the kind of fighters both these guys are. Uh, so I expect to see more fireworks out of that fight than the, than the uh, main event. Yeah. But uh, I got to go with Tua. Ah, I keep trying to call him Tua. This Tua. is Tui. Tied to Ivasa. Uh, I, I think he's got it, you know, and, I'm not super excited for any of the other fights on sure. the main card. Uh, Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson probably is going to be all right. That's my uh, only other one. I was kind of because Brunson's just been on a tear. Yeah. You know, like he's been a, and that. I think that is going to like those guys are going to be throwing for that one. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I want to see more out of them for like I want them to make me a fan. You know, yeah. and I just haven't had those kinds of fights and experiences with those two guys you know like you said brunson pretty good he's won quite a few in a row yeah cannoneers had some tough opponents already ran into whitaker and then you know he's just kind of he's like the etching mark on the ladder like people are using him to try and leapfrog him and it's worked right but undercard a little bit how about some uh nostalgia here andre arlovsky that'll be fun to watch uh you know uh he's more of a journeyman now i mean he's not really gonna fight for anything spectacular but sometimes he'll go out there and put on a show so right he's just in it for fighting yeah it's it's one of the guys that literally is just doing it because he loves doing it not because of you know anything else so that'll be fun to watch and talking about a gritty individual roxanne modafferi on that card <laughs> 55 fights this woman fights anything and everything that comes across her i, I wouldn't want to cross her in a bar you'll blink yeah. wrong and she'll choke your ass out i mean she's a hell of a fighter too uh you know the record doesn't really show it and she's right. up against you know an up-and-comer casey o'neill who's undefeated uh, yeah. yeah so i haven't seen a lot from o'neill yet but it is still very young in her career uh, with only those eight fights. But, you know, if, if Mataferi gets her on the ground, game over. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple I, of veterans cutting it up there at the top of the prelim card. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be fun to watch quite a few fights that, you know, I don't mind, uh, mind spending money to see, you know, why not? And it's Izzy. So obviously I'm going to spend the money to see that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I, I always pay for it. I'm going to try and do these for probably because I love these main events, these main cards. And it's like, you know, some people are fringe UFC guys to where maybe they want to come and just hang out and watch our, you know, commentary without having to pay the 70 bucks. Um, and they could catch a piece together highlights. But yeah, so that's what we're doing on Saturday. Last thing for Ricky on UFC 271 and back to Tui, our guy. So Derek Lewis, uh, you know, he's been fighting, God, he's been fighting a, a lot lately. Um, yeah. And it's like, so he went to the apex and I was on blades, you know, all over blades where he just caught him. And oh man, I took a bath, lost some money there. <laughs> Then it's like, okay, Derek Lewis, title shot. He's coming home. Houston, Texas, Toyota Center, gone. Makes him look like a puppet. I was all over gone there. Then he comes back. I, I it was a Kyle or Chris Dawkins, one of the brothers, and uh, Lewis just annihilates him, made him look, and my theory is, and it was kind of said the last time he fought, that dude just loves the apex. He owns the UFC Las Vegas apex. He's coming back to where he looked like a fool in the main event, Houston, Texas, Let's see if Ty Tuivasa gets it done. I like what you're thinking. I think he's uh, plus 150. You can get him. I think that's the play. Yeah. And I mean, he's another guy that we may never see him fighting for a title, but uh, shit, he's fun to watch. And yes. like I said, I mean, guys like Roy Nelson were, were a big hit and, you know, people liked watching them or liked watching them get their asses kicked. That was more what I liked from Roy Nelson, but yeah. another guy poured into his shorts. it's it's ah i love the guy and it's gonna be fun to watch all right that's saturday night and then we're gonna wake up hungover and then do it all over again for super bowl (laughs) sunday um you and i both like joey b we like the Bengals. uh general thoughts about the game then we'll kind of break down some matchups uh looking at fantasy key players yeah i mean the only concern for me with the Bengals is that offensive line yeah. It was a worry for me against the Chiefs, and they actually, I think, maybe only allowed one sack. So looked quite a bit better. Yeah. But they didn't go up against Aaron Donald, Von Miller. I mean Leonard Floyd. Let let's not forget the last time Von Miller was in a Super Bowl, he was the Super Bowl MVP because he just took Cam Newton and said, You're my baby now, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you for the whole game. Correct. So uh, he it's been a few years down the line since that happened, but Hey, maybe he turns it on and Aaron Donald is just a scary guy. So going to have to see how that line uh, works out for him, but this is just two dynamic offenses with good quarterbacks, playmakers yep. on the outside playmakers in the slot. I mean, and running backs to boot. I mean, if the game turns into a running match, who do you like cam makers? Do you like Joe Mixon? Right. I mean, uh, it, it's going to be fun to watch both these defenses, you know, Bengals defense. They're all right. Trey Hendrickson. He's a stud. Uh, Jesse Bates could be, could be lurking back there. Matt Stafford ha- is not prone to making, uh, some stupid decisions still forgetting. He's not at the lions, but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, and then obviously, I mean, you have all of the stars on the, Rams side of defense so I don't know man I I just I think it's going to be a good game and let's go Bengals 
Yes, who day? A uh, couple things there. Yes, your boy, your Broncos, Von Miller, win Super Bowl MVP. I talked about it on your show, Ricky Larson, of course. Uh, check him out, Lucky Shots Media, YouTube, wherever you enjoy podcasts. Um, it, so I took him. Uh, I mentioned some uh, flyers I took for Super Bowl MVP. Vaughn is 70 to 1. Why not? He gets a couple Ooh. sacks. Um, yeah, so I think if the Rams win, it's going to be because of that offensive line. Donald makes something happen. Uh, Vaughn Miller gets after it. So I took two flyers on them for the Rams. Mostly you brought some of those guys up for the Bengals and you brought up a great point is they got a decent defense. We know the Rams are better on both sides of the ball, but Hey, the Bengals can hang. They're beating good teams on the way here. Clearly um, Hubbard Hendrickson Wilson in the uh, linebacking core, like not household names, you know. but guys, yes, guys that get it done. And I'll do it. One thing, every one more, everyone's talking about the Bengals all line. I'll flip it to the other side. And how confident are you in the Rams O-line, especially now that Whitworth is still questionable? You know, they've also been pretty susceptible. And uh, like I said, Trey Hendrickson is is going to cause some havoc if they yes. have any sort of trouble. DJ Reader, even the yes. big man in the middle. I mean, a lot and, better than Troy. I don't know if he's related. I was watching <laughs> Troy in the Rams 49ers game. That dude looked like he was on a different planet lost out there. Um, yeah, so we're excited. Uh, let's talk about some of this matchup. I, I think everyone's looking at, well, let's start with the running backs before we get to the receiving core. Uh, Akers has been a disaster since coming back. Rusty, fumbling the football. Rams don't have a run game. I, look what happened in the last Super Bowl when we all were like, wait, why isn't Todd Gurley touching the football anymore and that kind of single signaled the end of the road for him but McVay just kind of abandoned the run and if he does that again this is whoa that you're playing into the Bengals hands right there making Stafford continue to do stuff right yeah I mean uh it's almost where you know you're like okay yeah Cam Akers is our guy and yes we're making a Super Bowl run but in Achilles is oh. not quick to come back from the fact that he's even back is crazy, but I mean, he's not playing well. Yeah. So go back to the guys that got you there in the first place, Daryl Henderson, Sony, Michelle, even, I mean, those seem like better options right now than cam acres because cam acres damn near just gave the game away against the Buccaneers. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, it, he could be a huge liability and don't give the Bengals any opportunities, especially no. down on their end of the field. Ooh, that that'll that'll cause some problems uh, if that starts happening. I'm still I, I can't believe the Chiefs lost that game. <laughs> that, I mean, they literally handed it to him on a fucking platter. Um, okay, uh, Mixon, I'm cut. You know, he's been fine. He's like you know, same thing. It, you know, fifty. He's been better than Acres, but fifty yards, touchdown. It, what are we expecting out of Mixon? Uh, you know. You got Jalen Ramsey on that other side, probably going to shadow Jamar Chase. You got, I'm not sure who the other uh, options are back there, but all guys that can lock down receivers. Yeah. So what do you do if nothing's open downfield? You got to check it down. And Joe Mixon's fully capable of catching a football and doing some run after the catch, even if he's not really involved in the uh, running game, because let's be honest, I don't think either one of these teams is going to run the football. It's like a, it's like a fight where the two guys are just heavy hitters and don't got to worry about seeing them go, go on the ground and tussle a bit. They're just going to try to knock each other's heads off. I think that's what this game's going to turn into. 
So, you know, the running backs probably won't be as much of a factor, but Joe Mixon could be in the passing game. Certainly. And uh, let's talk quickly and run through the tight ends because I think they're going to be a non-factor. Higby might not even play, right? He's doubtful. Uzama is questionable, but I think he's leaning towards playing. You know, what are, what, what, who's that guy? Kendall Blanton? Is he going to do something for the Rams? Or, you know, I don't think we're going to see much out of the tight ends, but Uzama could shock me and, you know, get the first touchdown. I mean, last time I slept on Uzama, he went out on a Thursday night and had, what, three touchdowns? I mean, he's a guy that he's you're not going to game plan for him because he doesn't prove to be a factor game in and game out. But, I mean, shit. Who knows? He could, like you said, go out, get the first touchdown, get some sort of long pass up the seam, something like that. Uh, But honestly, the playmakers, the guys that we're going to be talking about even after the game are on the outside for sure. Yeah. So I I think you and I are on the same thing in thinking that Ramsey's just going to follow Chase. Mm -hmm. or maybe i don't know because ramsey is he like does he just cut off a side of the field like because you got to worry about higgins too because yeah Yeah. you mentioned you know who else it's just ramsey opposite corner is darius williams that dude's gonna get burnt um hell they're throwing eric weddle out there you know remember he's actually been doing all right but yeah if so if ramsey again so i think the rams have to kind of be creative with that is all right do you just want to take away one guy or do you want to try and take away one side of the field and i don't know what you do there i mean to me it seems like the best game plan is take away jamar chase at all costs as long as he's not catching a 50 yard touchdown or something like that you can still hang t higgins he did it what once or twice this year had a long long catch, long touchdown. Yeah, he's like a route so, runner over the middle, right? Yeah, so you can live with them having to dink and dunk to him or Tyler Boyd. I mean, as you can't let Jamar Chase beat you. Uh, and it's crazy to be saying that the key player to stop on the Bengals in a Super Bowl is a rookie, but Jamar Chase is just absolutely insane. So yeah. it, it, you got to keep him contained and – let him let him beat you elsewhere. Don't let Jamar Chase be the guy to beat you. Dude, I kind of fuck with this Bengals secondary. I know everyone laughs at Eli Apple. But hey, I think Ohio more, State, baby. Yeah, Ohio I think State. Sure. I think it's just – I think we're just used to Eli Apple in a Giants uniform that we're just mm-hmm. kind of laughing at him. Falling. He's been fine. Von Bell, uh, he's solid. Bates the third, obviously. Jadobia Woozy, I think, came from the Cowboys. Mike Hilton, certainly a young guy out of, I think, Central Florida, that's solid. Stafford, is he going to do it? What's the play here? OBJ is obviously a red zone target. Cooper Cup has been having just an incredible season playoffs. Uh, McVay gets him in a Super Bowl now. McVay gets a competent quarterback in a Super Bowl now. What is the Rams receiving core going to look like against, as I lined out, a decent uh, Bengals secondary? Again, it at least they have more options to cover people. Right. But don't let Cooper Cup beat you. I mean, we saw what last week he had 11 catches, 140 yards, a touchdown. I mean, he's the Jamar Chase on the other side. You can't let him beat you. Let Odell go out there and beat you. He's capable, but I would much rather shut down their top receiver than be like, oh, we got to also kind of worry about Beckham. So maybe Cooper Cup can get open this time. They won't see him or something like that. 
and is Van Jefferson playing? He is um, questionable. I think he's going to suit up, though. So he's another guy that, you know, those are two guys. I think Van Jefferson could be a big-time sleeper uh, in this in this game. You know, you're obviously going to focus on Cooper Cup. Their second option is Odell, who had a really good game last week, nine catches or something like that. You're going to focus on those two guys. Maybe Van Jefferson is the unsung hero. And, you know, but like we said, they've got plenty of options defensively to cover everyone and do it competently. So, uh, you know, Cooper Cup, I still think is going to, you know, go out and get his. It's hard to stop him. Obviously, a guy that should be, it it should be either Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor getting the uh, MVP this year probably won't happen that way but cooper cup definitely put in an mvp performance and the season's not over yet so right i uh it's interesting because cup gets them all the yards right and then it's obj in the red zone so i would kind of flip that i would like take away cup in the open field make obj try and go deep on you force those deep throws etc all right so let's wrap up with the quarterbacks stafford is on a tear we know what he's done in detroit that's Detroit. He was bad in Detroit play, postseason stats. He's on a tear in these playoffs. And it's against the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Bucks, like top-tier defenses. Um, th- this will be the easiest defense he's faced in the Bengals. So is he going to continue tearing it up? I know you like Joey B. Who is going to have the better game? And it's kind of like Vegas is telling you whoever does have the better game is going to win the Super Bowl MVP. Right. Uh, you know, to be honest, I think the stats might look better on Matt Stafford's side, just for the fact that they're so pass heavy, they're going to be throwing the ball probably 50 times. I mean, Bengals could also do that, but we, I mean, Stafford has almost a thousand yards in these three games of the playoffs, averaging over 300 yards a game, maybe a couple touchdowns. I think his stat line is going to look better, but he's he is more prone to making mistakes even though he is an older quarterback than joe burrow is in my opinion Agreed. i haven't seen joe burrow make a whole lot of mistakes and you know i think he's thrown a couple picks but yeah but if he's done it, it hasn't been in key moments it's been right. early you know he grinds and finds a way so i mean i think the stats will look better on matt stafford's side but overall i think burrow is going to play better uh i'm kind of hoping he does got a couple bets on him so I'm just hoping, uh, you know, over 275, I'll be okay with that. He doesn't need to break 300, whatever. Uh, and then go out and get the MVP. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate you, Ricky Larson, Lucky Shots Media. This might be the last one. Well, we'll recap the Super Bowl, but then yeah. we'll probably talk NFL draft and then get ready for the next season. Uh, appreciate yeah. all of the good hard work, all the insight here throughout the season, and let's have a fun Super Bowl there. Yeah, appreciate you as well. All right, Lucky Shots Media, wherever you enjoy video on YouTube and podcasts, this is Ricky Larson on Corbett's Corner, and let's enjoy the big game. Take care.